This is Jeff Young, the Catholic Foodie at CatholicFoodie.com, and you're listening to episode 139 of the Catholic Foodie, Shrimp Masala, a delicious experiment in Cajun Indian fusion. Welcome, folks, to the Catholic Foodie, where food meets faith. I'm your host, Jeff Young, and today we are talking about spicy food. That's right. Do you like spicy food? I love it. You know, I'm from uh, South Louisiana, uh, Baton Rouge originally, and I'm, I'm down just outside of New Orleans down here, and, you know, we love spicy food. We love uh cayenne pepper we put cayenne on just about everything even our band-aids if we get a bobo you know i mean we just love it but there are lots of other cultures around the world that love spicy food too and today we're going to be talking about an indian dish uh masala garam masala so stick around right here at the catholic foodie where food meets faith (laughs) i thought i was going to miss that one i thought i was going to miss that one but anyway Good stuff today, folks. Good stuff. Garam masala. Garam masala. I don't know if you know what that is. I had no idea what it was. You know, I, we we love to cook uh, spicy stuff. I mean, we do. I, I I admit it. I'm a I'm a spiceaholic. Okay, you you've got to know that about me. I'm a I'm a I'm a spiceaholic. And uh, you know, we do the gumbos and we do the jambalaya. We do the all the all the Cajun stuff. You know, blackened redfish when you can get redfish. Uh, I love hot sauce. We do hot sauce. Oh, I put hot sauce on my eggs for breakfast. It's just, it's good stuff, you know? Well, uh, one thing that we love to do, and you may, if you if you are ever on CatholicFoodie.com or you ever check out any pictures that I put over at the uh, the Facebook page, you know, Facebook.com slash CatholicFoodie, uh, then you know I love doing soups, I love doing gumbos, all that kind of stuff. And one of my favorite soups, and we do this on a regular basis, is kind of a, what I call a, a, a Thai chicken soup or a, a, a chicken coconut curry soup. And one of the reasons that we love it so much is because of the curry. We, we add curry, a spicy curry, to it. So this kind of Asian slash... Um, uh, Indian type of cuisine is something that we just absolutely love. We're very fond of it. But you know, I heard about uh, this 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 dish called masala, uh, or really, it's a spice that that's used, garam masala, and it's very similar to what we would think of as a as a curry, uh, but it's also uh, very different. And I want to share this with you today. I I could not resist. I had. I actually, I just, I really, I could not resist <laughs> when, I, when, uh, when this, when this idea occurred to me. I had to try it out, right? To, to, to mix something that we do on a regular basis here at, at our house, um, something that that's very Cajun. We do, I do shrimp gumbos, of course. I do shrimp etouffee. I do, you know, and of course the etouffee, the the shrimp etouffee served over rice. Um, we do shrimp creole. Uh, shrimp creole is a is a pretty famous southern dish down here. And, uh, of course, served over rice as well. And I was thinking, well, what about trying to bring in some other kind of a flavor, not not Cajun uh, specifically? And, and I started thinking about curry. What about a shrimp curry? Can we do that? You know, shrimp curry, well, how, how would that be? And uh, my research kind of led me to this, this uh, Indian uh, spice. It, it's really a mix of spices called garam masala. And I'd never heard of that before, even though when I was in the seminary in Mexico, I lived with Indians. I think we had um, six of them in the house, and, and they actually had one cooking team that took care of uh, one of the weeks of the month. You know, we had four teams, and, and I, was, I was the 
the the Cajun, right? So I, I was in charge of a um, of a cooking team, and then we had a couple of Italians, and and we had a a, a Parisian, and and we had the Indians. So we had our different uh, styles, our different um, cuisines, these these different cooking groups. Anyway, I'm sure I had masala before, but I didn't know it. I had no idea. So anyway, I came across this, and I did some research when I was doing my research, and uh, and this is what. Uh, uh, I, I decided to try. This is a, a delicious experiment in Cajun Indian fusion. And uh, look, I'm telling you, <laughs> I mean, this is this dish is insane. It really is. It's it's incredible. So, uh, matter of fact, it was so insane. I made this two weeks in a row. I couldn't stop. I mean, <laughs> it was just so good. So, um, you know, the recipe, of course, is over at CatholicFoodie.com. You can go over there and check it out. Just search for uh, shrimp masala. But, you know, in the meantime, before I give you the recipe here on the show, I want to uh, play a little something for you. I, I've got a, 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 a little background, I guess, uh, of what garam masala is all about. So let's take a listen to this. And, of course, if you want to see the video in full, I'll put a link in the show notes over at catholicfoodie.com. But uh, let, let's take a listen and see what garam masala is all about when it's used in Indian recipes. <laughs> We're going to talk about garam masala. The name garam means hot, masala means spices. So it's a mixture of hot or warm spices. It's typically used in North Indian food and it's, it's arguably the most important spice blend that's used in Indian cooking. Indians don't actually use curry powder. That's something that was created by the British so that curries could be made outside of India, but really no Indian cook would use curry powder. But they do use garam masala, and they typically will use it at the end of making a curry, especially a meat curry. The elements of garam masala can vary from cook to cook, but generally it has the sweet spices in it. The ingredients in garam masala are the sweet spices, cardamom, cloves, cinnamon, and we have coriander in there. We have black pepper, which is gonna add a nice little bit of bite. And then we have lots of cumin. There's two ways to do garam masala. You can grind up all your ingredients, the whole spices, fresh, or you can toast them first and then grind them. I like the toasted version because it really coaxes out the flavors and just makes it a little bit more full flavored at the end. Once you've ground up your spices, then you're gonna get a really nice aromatic brown powder. So this is a, mm, I can really smell the cardamom in this. Mm. This would be added at the very end of cooking. You would just sprinkle a little bit on, you don't need much, and it's not going to cook in the curry. These are spices that don't really require the long cooking time of other spices. Things like turmeric and cayenne, those are things that you really want to make sure you cook thoroughly. But these can be just very lightly cooked and they really do add an amazing fragrance to your curry when you add it at the end. So I recommend making your own garam masala, storing it in a nice airtight container and using it liberally on your chicken curries. I'd like the chef salad, please, with the oil and vinegar on the side and the apple pie a la mode. Chef and apple a la mode. 
But I'd like the pie heated, and I don't want the ice cream on top. I want it on the side, and I'd like strawberry instead of vanilla if you have it. If not, then no ice cream, just whipped cream, but only if it's real. If it's out of a can, then nothing. Not even the pie? No, just the pie, but then not heated. Uh-huh. I'll have what she's having. Well, let's take a look at this recipe. Now, folks, I have to remind you right now up front, this is an experiment in fusion cooking. So is it going to be 100% Cajun or 100% Indian? No, it's not. <laughs> it's not even going to be 100% accurate, okay? Uh, and again, and again, a recipe is what? What is a recipe? Um, kind of like that, that famous quote from uh, Mr. Gibbs. I believe it was Mr. Gibbs who said this in Pirates of the Caribbean. He said, what, uh, the, the code is more like guidelines, or was it, uh, was it Captain, uh, what's his name? Maybe it wasn't Mr. Gibbs. Anyway, a recipe is more like guidelines, okay? So uh, here's what you need, though, for this recipe. You need two teaspoons of hot curry powder, a teaspoon of turmeric. Uh, you need one-half to, a, a, to three-fourths teaspoon of cayenne, uh, one-and-a-half tablespoons of cumin, one teaspoon of ground coriander, a half a teaspoon crushed red pepper flakes, uh, fresh grated ginger to taste, two large sweet yellow onions, four cloves of garlic crushed, and uh, we like to use a mortar and pestle for this, um, four tablespoons of organic coconut oil, five ripe homegrown tomatoes, if you can come by them. Uh, if you have those, that would be great. You want those chopped. One cup of plain whole milk yogurt or labney. Labney, laban. It goes by different names. Uh, that is basically like a, a Greek or a, a Lebanese uh, yogurt, and it's something that we like. Uh, if we can get our hands on it around here, <laughs> we we love the stuff. It's really delicious. But you could use just a, a plain whole milk yogurt if that's all you can find. Uh, you need about thirteen and a half ounce can of unsweetened uh, organic coconut milk, and uh, Roland, I believe, is the brand that we are able to find around here. Uh, you need some uh, shirashi sauce or shiracha sauce uh, to taste. That's the rooster sauce, right? That red, kind of an Asian um, chili sauce that uh, has a, a picture of a rooster on the front. <laughs> some people call it rooster sauce. Uh, we like to call it shirashi, even though that's not even the, the, the real name. It's shiracha is the, the, the actual name. But you can find a link to it also in this recipe over at catholicfoodie.com. Uh, one bunch of green onions chopped, uh, half a bunch of cilantro chopped, half a bunch of flat-leaf parsley chopped, four pounds of heads or head-on of head-on shrimp, four pounds of shrimp head-on if you can get them uh, peeled and deveined. Now you can you you don't have to have head-on shrimp. I mean if you you just use what you can get right, but I like to have them whole so that I can peel them myself. And uh, I like to save the shells and, and make a stock. So I make a, a shrimp stock with that. And uh, there's a link also in the show notes for this episode of The Catholic Foodie to find the recipe for shrimp stock. So if you make this, you can make some stock too. It's really delicious. Uh, you want to, to peel those shrimp and devein them. You need about two or three limes. And some of that's going to be used for the cooking itself. But most of it is going to be saved for after the fact because, uh, you know, you may want to add some lime juice to the individual bowls when you serve uh, this shrimp masala. Basmati rice, or another preferred type of rice, we've recently been using a lot of Louisiana jasmine rice, uh, but you do need some rice. You're going to serve the masala over a rice, 
and then you have uh, salt and pepper to taste. That, that's it. That's, that, those are the ingredients. Now, you know, for the instructions of this recipe, you've got two different things going on. You've got uh, the masala sauce that you're making, and then you have the shrimp. So first, let's talk about the masala sauce. You know, you want to saute your onions in two tablespoons of the coconut oil over medium heat until they're, they're translucent. It takes about 20 minutes. You have the garlic, the curry, the turmeric, the cumin, the coriander, the cayenne, red pepper flakes, fresh ginger, and cook that for about a minute. Then you want to add the chopped tomatoes and the salt and pepper to taste, and then cook that down for 8 to 10 minutes. You add a cup of whole milk yogurt, uh, or labni, or labin, however you pronounce it, uh, and, and cook that for an additional 2 minutes. Remove it from the heat, puree with an immersion blender. If you've got one, use it. It's, it's wonderful. Uh, and then add salt and pepper to taste, or any other, you know, if you want to add more cayenne, whatever you want to add, just tweak it to where, it, you know, you like the way it tastes. Now, for the shrimp, here's what, here's what you got to do. You want to cook the shrimp for about two minutes in two tablespoons of coconut oil over medium heat. And, and, and stir as needed. Uh, the shrimp are going to uh, start to turn pink. And then you want to stir in uh, the coconut milk, the juice of one lime, and about a tablespoon each of the green onions, the cilantro, and the parsley. You allow that to simmer for another two minutes, then combine the shrimp and the masala sauce in a large pot. You reduce the heat, serve over steamed basmati or jasmine rice, and then garnish with cilantro and parsley. Provide lime wedges and sriracha sauce, uh, rooster sauce, uh, to, to, to add an extra kick, right? You just allow that, put that on the table. Someone might want to add extra, maybe not everybody, but somebody might. So at least provide it. <laughs> Now, you can make the masala sauce actually a day in advance. And the second time that we made this uh, recently, the last couple of weeks, the second time we made it, I did do it in advance. And uh, making it in advance enhances the, the flavor. You know, we have a saying down here that uh, gumbo is always better the second day. And it is. And it's because the, the flavors get a chance to, to really meld together, to marry together and so the same is true here for the masala sauce. If you want to make that a day in advance and then just pull it out, kind of bring it up to, to room temp, put it on the stove, heat it up again uh, slowly on a low temperature on the second day as you're getting your shrimp ready, you can certainly do that. So uh, delicious, absolutely delicious. If you try this recipe, please do let me know about it. You can uh, give me a call at 985-635-4974. That is the listener feedback line, 985-635-4974. Or you can shoot me an email at jeff at catholicfoodie.com. Of course, always, I always welcome comments over there at catholicfoodie.com. Feel free to go over there, look at the shrimp masala uh, uh, page. You just search for the shrimp masala. You may even see it right there on the front under recipes. And uh, click on that. Leave me a comment. I'd love to get a comment over there at catholicfoodie.com. And, of course, you can always uh, meet me over there on Facebook at facebook.com slash catholicfoodie. And we'll be right back. True love, you heard him? You could not ask for a more noble cause than that. Sonny, true love is the greatest thing in the world. Except for a nice MLT, mutton, lettuce, and tomato sandwich when the mutton is nice and lean and the tomato is ripe. It's so perky. I love that.
Well, folks, we have come to the end of the episode. Uh, you know, speaking of love, right, because that's all about true love. That's that's the prince's bride there. Uh, <laughs> maybe I need to write up a recipe for a mutton lettuce tomato sandwich, you know, where the mutton's nice and lean. <laughs> we'll see, maybe for a future episode. But in the meantime, talking about true love, you know, if you have a spare moment, just, you know, when you're, maybe updating your podcasts on iTunes or something. If you wouldn't mind just going to the iTunes store, going over to the Catholic Foodie uh, uh, page there on the iTunes store and giving me a rating and leaving a comment, that would be awesome. I mean, of course, a five-star rating would be even more awesomely awesome. So uh, if you don't mind, if you have a few minutes, please do that. That would really help, and, uh, and I certainly do appreciate it. Again, uh, you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter. On Twitter, my handle is Catholic Foodie. You can find me at CatholicFoodie.com. And, uh, yeah, boy, we got some good things coming down the pike. Y'all y'all just got to sit tight. Uh, we got some delicious stuff coming your way. So, uh, again, thank you for staying with me today on this episode. Thank you for being here and uh, at Catholic Foodie, right? This is the Catholic Foodie where food meets faith. And uh, I'm so glad that you have spent this time with me. And, again, more good stuff coming. I think next week we're talking about, let's see, what are we talking about next week? I can tell you right here. I think I think we're talking about squash, uh, Lebanese stuffed squash next week. Kusa Mashi, we call it. Uh, and I can't wait to share that with you. So uh, until then, bon appétit.